0: Welcome to the word life, the word life, podcast, welcome to the word life, the word life, podcast, welcome to the word life, the word life, podcast. podcast yeah. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the What Is Life podcast. Yes, it's your boy, your host, Sensei Spee's in the building. And I want to say welcome back to season two, episode two. Shout out to you, because without you, this podcast would not even exist. You all are literally keeping the What Is Life podcast alive. So I want to (laughs) say... you are a true visionary it's so dope how we're able to create this space share this space to have real life discussions about this beautiful life that we're living it's a beautiful day outside right now it's like 70 degrees breezy sunny sunny the vibes is right. Spring has sprung. The flowers are pollinating. I mean, the flowers are blooming. The bees are pollinating. The trees are luscious green. Birds singing beautiful songs. It's nice, man. It's nice. I'm enjoying it while it's here. Feels great outside. When we have these feelings of greatness, these moments of greatness, what really defines greatness? I don't think there's one definition for it. And is it even important to strive for greatness? Is it great to be good at a lot of little things? Or is it good to be great at just one thing? Is that vital to our importance? Is that important to how we value ourselves in this life? Is there anything in life that you are great at and that you're striving to be great in? Growing up, for me, I've always been captivated by greatness. Great human beings, great acts. Obviously, when you think of greatness, you think of Michael Jordan, especially if you grew up in the 90s, especially if you're a Bulls fan, such as myself. <laughs> Then you have athletes like LeBron James, whose trademark is strive for greatness, washed king. But it's funny how... Man has such a drive to be great. But at the same time, they're doubting themselves the whole way. Because you're not great until others say you're great. But me being a truth seeker, when people say or think that I'm great at something, for some reason, I question that. I question if I'm really great at something or if I'm just really good. Because there are a lot of things that I love, but I don't do them every day. But I would love to do them every day. But the only reason for me to even try to be ambitious or really compete, if you will, in a skill position... it would have to be in a team setting. Every time I've experienced greatness, it's been in a team setting. For instance, when I was sports editor at my high school, <laughs> close the yearbook, bro. But example though. Just little, because these little seeds, they impact you to where you're at today. So I I won sports writer of the year for the county. That shit was dope. That shit was dope. I had an editorial win first place for the year. That was dope. In middle school, prior to that, we won a county championship. So in those moments, in those team settings, they all, all those opportunities allowed me to perform to my highest capabilities because I was motivated. My ambition was really to get the most out of myself. Because we are all capable of at least we feel like we're capable of doing everything we all think we know everything <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't watch the news i don't i don't I don't participate in all that. I'm more interested in knowing myself and knowing the world. But outside of a team setting, how can one be the greatest version of themselves? Without feeling guilty, without feeling selfish. Because if you take eight hours out of the day for yourself to really nurture the skills that you need to grow in order to reach a certain success or attain a certain amount of social status, you'll sacrifice those eight hours a day to get there. yeah, people may not understand it, but the results will start to show. And consistency will start to build. See, I truly believe that the great entrepreneurs they provide a structure for themselves to live by. Because I know now in this time of age, I mean, we see all these ads saying you can live this certain lifestyle by selling this, that, and the third on Amazon Are doing eBay. And while that is true, if you really want to make a living from it, do you want to just be good at it to get by, or do you want to be great at it to actually? Maximize the fruit that you can bear from it. So, is greatness synonymous with maximum potential? Or is it important to put that focus into a lot of little areas in your life? We all get 24 hours in a day. We get seven days a week. So how much time do we want to Dedicate to being great at something that we want to do. A lot of things that we fail to realize sometimes. Sometimes we gloss over, we look over these inventions. That have become so convenient now. We fail to see how it is conditioned to mind, of how much we seek instant gratification. It's like we need it now. That's why these apps like DoorDash and Instacart and All these different delivery services like Uber and Lyft, they're all thriving. They're all thriving because of how much energy we're saving. with the convenience of these apps. It's interesting. It's interesting. Will we sacrifice? We sacrifice convenience. No, we sacrifice experience for convenience. That's really interesting. Is this why the youth, or is this why some say the youth feel so entitled? Is this why people feel so entitled? The work to be great is a grind. There's no instant gratification there. As a matter of fact, it's endless. It's really pointless to try to be great. Because at the end of the day, you're going to have to give it up. Well, if that's your perspective, then let's take that same perspective and let's look at life. Because this body that we're living in, the structure that we're living in, we're going to have to give it up. We're going to die. We know that. That's a as a fact. We we know that. We've all lost loved ones. We've lost a friend, we've lost a pet. We know death. So, it's like why try to live if you're going to give up every time something gets hard it's like why even why even say you love this or say why you used to love that In this life we have a start date and we have a finish date <laughs> that is it what we do in between there that is all on us this world is really our playground we can manifest anything I was watching this show <laughs> I was watching this show I've been watching these house shows trying to figure out you know what I want in my house and when, when I actually get to the point in constructing a house. Like, I'm seeing people build houses out of boats, out of these trailers. It's amazing. It's amazing what we can do with our hands. It's amazing what we can do with our minds. It's amazing what we can do when we can put forth just a little effort. It's just something that we want to be good at. But when we fall in love with what we want to be good at, naturally, we're going to be great at it. Greatness, true greatness, is something that comes from within. It's effortless because it's something that you love to do. The fact that you can get paid from it is amazing and it should be admired and you should be grateful because your talent, your gift, your being is worth something. It's amazing the power that God gives us. And the moment we decide to be great, God's going to lead us every step of the way. God's in everything, for real. I'm telling you. (laughs) I'm telling you. We all wish we can be omnipresent. The only way to achieve that is by giving all that you have here. Emotional baggage gets crazy, it's too much when you fill yourself with doubt you start to fear you start to fear the world you start to fear yourself you start to fear the power that you can really unleash if you decide to really go after what you're passionate about I've seen Tony Hawk the other day retire his Ollie 540. Godly skater, greatest skater of all time. Some would say. In my opinion, he's the GOAT. In my opinion, he's the GOAT. But he broke down. Started crying afterwards. This is something that he's been doing since he was a kid. And when he finally mastered that move, it's groundbreaking. And when he went on to do the (laughs) 900, yo, that was crazy. That was crazy. The man had the whole world playing Tony Hawk, pro skater. (laughs) Man. I remember at the Boys and Girls Club in Mississippi, we had tournaments. On the Nintendo 64. <laughs> we weren't playing NBA Live. We weren't playing Madden. We were playing Tony Hawk. Wow. mind you. We're all black. There was no white kids at this boys and girls club. (laughs) That's the impact this man had with a skateboard. And I've never talked with Tony Hawk. Never met him in my life. But... I'm sure the passion that he had and the love that he had for skating it made him want to bring the best out of himself he just wanted to do it for the love of skating and then the world crowned him as great The skate world acknowledged him as being great. I was listening to Snoop Dog's Doggy Style <laughs> album the other day. And I was thinking, you know, what made it great? Dr. Dre production. Obviously, but, you know, it really introduced G-Funk. In 1992, though, 1992, though, too short, he did drop Shorty the Pimp. And in my opinion, top five album, top five hip-hop album of all time. That's definitely top five. And that introduced, you know, some G-Funk themes but then when Snoop hopped on it and you know he <laughs> he sauced that shit up. Uh, 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 uh. Brought a whole completely different sound. Dominated the nineties. And it was effortless. That was just his style, his flow. And then the world crowns him as great because he loved rapping. When you love what you do, you're going to be great at it naturally. So being good at something and being great at something, that's not something that you necessarily need to be chasing in life. That's not something that you need to be fretting over in life. You know what you love to do. If you love to paint, shit, just paint every day, paint once a week. And then naturally, you're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to start showing my paintings to the world. You know what? I'm going to start selling my paintings. And naturally, the world's going to love your shit or they're not going to love your shit. But people are going to gravitate to it. Just because they can tell the dedication, the love, and the passion that you have for what you're doing. So being great is not something that <laughs> you have to force upon yourself. If you're going to be great at something, it's going to show. And if you're super good at a lot of things, why not master each thing that you're super good at. That's what I'm trying to do right now. I've always admired great speakers, I've always admired philosophers, authors, poets. Because words are so impactful. The ability to inspire yourself, inspire others, communicate with the world around you. Because everything is listening. It's powerful. It's a powerful tool to have. The ability to feel. The ability to mask how you feel, transmute how you feel. The ability to deal with your feelings. That is something that we all should cultivate and master. Because through our feelings, we unlock greatness. But the only way to truly know how to feel is to be aware of (laughs) what you're consuming. And that's as real as it gets. So, what is greatness? That is for you to decide. But follow what you love and what you're passionate in, and watch abundance follow. Run the math through the numbers, and it's all going to add up. <laughs> It's all gonna add up. Then you'll truly know how it is and what it feels like to do you. And that's real. And that's all the time that we have for episode two of the What Is Life podcast. If you made it this far, you're a special soul <laughs> your are special soul search. Your special soul will Bit of a tongue twister there, huh? Shout out to you. And stay tuned for episode three. (laughs) Oh, also, if you haven't gotten your edition of Love So Blind, you can still find it on Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, all those websites, wherever you can buy a book. Check it out. It's also available on ebook. So if you have a Kindle, if you have um, Apple Books, check me out. Stay tuned for season two, episode three. So being good at something and being great at something, that's not something that you necessarily need to be chasing in life that's not something that you need to be fretting over in life you know what you'd love to do if you love to paint shit just paint every day paint once a week and then naturally you're going to be like you know what i'm gonna start showing my paintings to the world and you know what i'm gonna start selling my paintings And naturally, the world's going to love your shit, or they're not going to love your shit, but people are going to gravitate to it. Just because they can tell the dedication, the love, and the passion that you have for what you're doing. So being great is not something that... (laughs) You have to force upon yourself. If you're going to be great at something, it's going to show. And if you're super good at a lot of things, why not master each thing that you're super good at? That's what I'm trying to do right now. I've always admired great speakers. I've always admired philosophers, authors, poets because words are so impactful. The ability to inspire yourself, inspire others, communicate with the world around you, because everything is listening. It's powerful. It's a powerful tool to have. The ability to feel. The ability to mask how you feel, transmute how you feel, the ability to deal with your feelings. That is something that we all should cultivate and master. Because through our feelings, we unlock greatness. But the only way to truly know how to feel is to be aware of (laughs) what you're consuming. And that's as real as it gets. So, what is greatness that is for you to decide? but follow what you love and what you're passionate in, and watch abundance follow. run the math through the numbers, and it's all going to add up. <laughs> It's all going to add up. Then you'll truly know how it is and what it feels like to do you. And that's real. And that's all the time that we have for episode two of the What Is Life podcast. If you made it this far, you're a special soul. <laughs> you're a special soul. You're a special soul. A little bit of a tongue twister there, huh? Shout out to you. And stay tuned for episode three. (laughs) Oh, also, if you haven't gotten your edition of Love So Blind, you can still find it on Books A Million, Barnes & Noble, Amazon, all those websites, wherever you can buy a book. Check it out It's also available on ebook So if you have a Kindle If you have um, Apple Books Check me out Stay tuned for Season 2 episode 3